0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Pop Culture University where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What life lessons can we extract from these celebrities crazy insane lives that they put on display for us for our own personal benefit? I'm your host, Patrick Eminger. You may know me as Petty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok or YouTube. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for joining. Take a seat wherever you would like. You are so welcome. Uh, Thank you for listening. If it is not your first time here, welcome back. You're the best. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. Okay, you guys, the last 48 hours of my life have been very tumultuous. They have been very trying, and I'm honestly surprised that I got through them. Life has been bending me over, and my presence on TikTok was tried by the universe. In the last 48 hours, I was viciously hacked by a hacker. And I'm going to get into that whole story and where I stand now. But it is absolutely insane. This was no average hacking. Then I was blocked by an A-list celebrity. Extremely A-list celebrity who saw something I posted about them. And then I was attacked by the public for my stance on the Grammys winners. And I was not there to defend myself because I was locked out of my own account. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to give myself an own my own five-minute block today to talk about the hot topic that's going on in my life because it is insane. And then we're going to talk about other celebrities that got hacked this week because, girl, people must be bored, cooped up in their house this week because they are hacking everyone. A-list celebrities, and I'm talking A-list, were hacked this week viciously. And then lastly, we're going to end with a Kardashian update just for the escapism of it all because there is a few things going on with them so we're just gonna keep up a little bit and tell you the exciting updates before we get into it if you could rate this podcast five star on spotify apple Podcasts, it would help me out so much um rate on both review if you post a screenshot of it on your instagram story and tag me i will of course respond and follow and repost it helps us get the podcast pushed out there because no companies are doing it for us and yeah let's get into it welcome to pop culture university take your seats i'm eating the best sandwich right now you guys i want to tell you what's on it it is two pieces of whole wheat bread with avocado spinach and two pieces of chow vegan cheese and oh my god my taste buds are throbbing it's amazing and i need some comfort food after the disaster that was the last 48 hours of my life so i am patty pop culture as you know i have 1.1 million followers on tiktok that might lead someone to having a motive to want to steal something from me to want to target me, hack me. Obviously with the 1.1 million followers comes a creator fund, comes the marketplace, things like that. If someone got access to my account, they could potentially get in and steal things. You know what I'm saying? So, let's start with the Grammy's Night. So, it was Grammy's Night. It was a great show. I go home, I work really hard trying to make some content for the next day i make one tiktok post it i prepare another tiktok which takes a while to film and then i work on my podcast film it edit it post it and then i do homework for school because i also go to school so i was up all night i did not sleep I had class at 10 a.m., got back at 11. When I got home, I took a nap until about 3.30 because what is a sleep schedule when you have work to do? You know what I'm saying? So I was abruptly woken up from my sweet dreams to see that I was hacked. I see all these texts that I woke up to. I see all these DMs. And then I rush to my TikTok account and I see that I am locked out. And I think, all right, looks like I'm going for a swim. Because for some reason, I expect bad things like this to happen to me that I expect to be like tried like this is too good to be true, you know, and all to come tumbling down. So I was kind of expecting it. So I stay super calm and I get on the case. I get thousands, no, well, not thousands. I get like hundreds. I'm not getting texts, DMs on my Instagram. My followers telling me that I was hacked. My friends, my family, my my managers. I can't get into my account at all. Then I realize I have some other texts waiting for me in my phone. And you know when you guys have to like change your password for things and you get a confirmation code before to change it? I have a bunch of those confirmation codes coming through because the hacker is changing my passwords to everything. And then I check my emails and he's sending himself emails too, trying to change my passwords on things. And I can see that someone from Maryland named Jojo is doing all of this. So I go to my TikTok account because that's definitely my most important account. I get in, change my password. Thankfully, it works and I'm in my account again. And I see that I'm not alone in this account. There's also someone else controlling things right now. And when I go in, I see that he changed my username from Patty Pop Culture to D3 Swiper. I see that he changed the profile picture. I see that he changed the bio to lock in while I'm here. And he put in all caps in the bio, oh my God, what happened to Patty? Like he's fucking Jeffrey Dahmer or the Zodiac Killer, like leaving hints or something. I see that he deleted 8 million likes worth of content, which definitely hurt very bad. Um, I see that he turned off the comments and all functions and started following his own hacker friends and then he's spamming my page he's posting his own content he probably posted like 15 videos all of them like flexing money trying to get my followers to hit the link in the bio that he added that is just to hack them and scam them as well and because of all this spamming i lost about 4000 followers in that you know hour that i was asleep because he hacked me at about one fifty three, and I didn't wake up till like 3.30 to see all this. So he had like an hour to do all of this, which is very inopportune for me, obviously. But at this point, seeing the damage he's done, I feel totally and utterly violated. He went in my account and wrecked havoc. So I panic. I text my managers like, how do I log him out? And I found out that I can go to security alerts, log out any suspicious phone that I don't know. And then I can go to manage devices in the TikTok account and I can kick off any device that isn't mine. So there's an iPhone 12. I kick it off. He's out. So I log him out. I think I'm fine. But then I get another text that he's trying to change my password and then I get logged out. So he's logging me out. I'm logging him out. We're going back and forth in real time, like fighting over this account, like Tom and Jerry, like Floyd Mayweather. And we're, we've probably logged each other out like 15 to 20 times we were going at this for like two hours and so i'm freaked out i do a little more research to see what else he could have possibly done and i go back to my emails and i see that he's not only trying to hack my tiktok but he's trying to hack my bank information he's trying to hack my venmo he changed my password on my venmo locked me out luckily i didn't have any money in my venmo he changed the passwords to my youtube my emails my subscription services like hbo max and peacock and hulu and grubhub and uber eats any subscription service he could possibly try to get my bank information to he did luckily my bank info was secure but either way i was scared i call my bank and i cancel all my cards i freeze everything and as i'm on the phone with my bank trying to do this i'm actively on speaker with them trying to fight the hacker at the same time so like there's 30 things going on i'm super calm Because like Kim Kardashian always said, calmness is her superpower. So I'm just focused on getting this bitch handled. Eventually, D3 Swiper leaves me a message in the bio. And he says, stop trying to log me out of your account. I'm trying to get the code. If you want to talk to me, you can talk to me at this phone number. And he told me to text him. But obviously, I'm not going to text him because, you know, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to click on any weird links. Text anyone. We'll get to what I think may have caused this, like what I did. Um, But I'm not doing that. And like, what a fucking psychopath, criminal minds ass villain leaving me that ransom message in the comments. Like, if you want to talk to me, you can text me here. I'm trying to get the code. And by code, he means to access your TikTok creator money fund, you have to get a code sent to your phone number and your email. So he's trying to get the code long enough and stay in the account long enough so he can get both of those codes before I log him out. But I keep logging him out quick enough where he can't do that. So I basically have to stay glued to my phone or else he will steal the money that's in that account. That's not sustainable, though, because eventually I'm going to have to go to sleep. So I I think, how do I permanently lock this guy out so I don't have to stay by my phone for the next 24 hours? Um, Because if I leave him for a second, he's going to steal my money. So my brother works in cybersecurity. So... I text him and he's helping me out. I give him the password to my TikTok and he's going in there like seeing what the scammer is doing and he sees that he has like access to my emails and my phone. So he thinks that he may have like cloned my SIM card, cloned my phone. So then my mom has to call Verizon because I'm on her account and she has to call them see if someone has like done anything suspicious to our account, tried to swap my SIM card or anything like that. All well. me and my brother are both being logged out, so I'm trying to change the password for for him so he can keep investigating. I'm on the phone with the bank. My mom is on the phone with Verizon. Because of all that's going on, I'm absolutely freaking out. I'm like, if he gets into my bank accounts, I'm done. If he gets into my camera roll, I'm done. Like, I don't want the same thing that happened to Jennifer Lawrence to happen to me. I'm honestly just panicking. Like, If he has my SIM card, that's disastrous. So Verizon eventually tells us that no one swapped my SIM card. No one has cloned my phone thank god so it's just an issue of he has access to my emails and phone numbers somehow so i keep texting my managers freaking out because every second d3 swipers in my account is another second he can delete my account delete everything i work for all the followers i gained everything so me and my managers are frantically trying to get a hold of someone at tiktok i'm hitting up every single influencer i know like how does this happen like can you help me stop this guy and eventually we finally get in contact with someone from tiktok a tiktok rep and he freezes and locks my whole account everyone is locked out i'm locked out my brother is locked out and the hacker is locked out thank god he could no longer delete things he no longer has a chance to steal my money or anything and for the moment i finally feel calm i changed my passwords to literally everything my email my venmo all my subscription services my tiktok everything on planet earth and i just pray his hacking skills aren't good enough to get in again to get through this wall that tiktok has set up so again, I woke up at about 3.30. We were probably fighting the hacker until like 6.30. And then he was not able to get in for the rest of the night and has not been able to since. I definitely take a breath of fresh air, but I'm not out of the woods yet because like I said, I'm still locked out of my account. And I'm still getting canceled online and an A-list celebrity has still blocked me. So the day before I make the Grammys video and a few days before I made a video about Kendall Jenner saying five nice things about her but they weren't really nice things i said five mean things about her for my series saying five nice things about celebrities i really don't like kendall jenner must have seen that video because kendall jenner blocked me and then at about the same time kendall jenner blocked me she makes a tiktok using an audio like talking about people who are obsessed with her and how they're crazy and I feel like it's a subtweet at me because basically at the same hour she blocked me I'm gonna play it are you tired of stalking me tired of constantly watching my page from a fake account talking about me to all of your friends and simply just being a fucking weirdo then you need to call a psychiatric ward (laughs) because bitch you're obsessed So I'm only telling this to you guys because like, I'm not going to flaunt this on TikTok. This is like a podcast exclusive because like, oh my God, I was blocked by a Jenner, but I kind of feel bad. But at the same time, I didn't say anything like that bad about Kendall. She just is generally just a bad person. Generally. <laughs> so if she wants to block me, fine. I really don't feel bad about anything I said. And as you guys know, I the, if there's one celebrity I talk the most shit about on this podcast, it's Kendall Jenner. So bye, Kendall. See you never. Go have fun appropriating cultures and drinking that tequila brand that you stole. Let's move on to being canceled online. So I said that John Batiste should not have won the Grammys because he's like unknown. His music has no streams. I jokingly call him a struggling artist just because obviously everyone on Twitter and on the internet and in my comment section was like, who is that? We have no idea who just won. Like he won the album of the year. I've never even heard of him. So there's like 10 stitches on that video. A few of them have over 20,000 likes saying that I am racist, that I'm discrediting a black person's art pulling it way out of proportion that i'm maliciously attacking him all well i can't defend myself because i am locked out and i normally would confront things like that online because i confidently know i did not say anything wrong and if people read the caption and know who i am They would know that i didn't make the sentiment about wanting john batiste to not win a grammy about his race and i clearly wanted lona's ex or doja cat to win the whole entire time so i don't even know what they're talking about and second he is unknown That's facts. I'm not sorry for saying that. Saying that someone is unknown isn't malicious at all. It's not a sentiment drawn from fiction or a place of racism. I didn't say anything nasty about him. He is simply a very niche artist that most people in pop culture have no idea who he is. And that is why I'm shocked that he won. And so was tens of thousands of people in my comment section. But people were saying that I, petty Pop Culture, am far deranged from reality, that I am problematic um, they were calling me a struggling content creator who was being desperate to just call someone a struggling artist, which I was like, how hypocritical is that? You were mad at me for calling someone a struggling artist, but you're going to call me a struggling creator and, but get mad at me for saying that. Say I'm an overdramatic, m- malicious person, but what these people who are canceling me don't get that this is the entertainment industry, hunty. It is entertainment, this whole industry. That's what it is. Don't take it too seriously. You're the ones being overdramatic. I was giving a passionate fan take that was not anything malicious about him at all i didn't say he sucked i didn't say his his music was bad i didn't say his art was bad i didn't say anything about him personally i just said he is unknown and it was kind of upsetting that he won because obviously we wanted these big favorites of ours to win which is not bad take at all i know my community likes having conversations like that so i was just starting and being like oh my god i don't know who this guy is and he won and everyone was commenting back because that's what we like to do we like to have fun passionate conversations as fanboys and girls in fandoms that's what we want so i really don't feel bad about saying any of those things i didn't respond partly because i couldn't and partly because i don't think they deserve my response and i feel like i can learn from like is like she was canceled because she kept responding to her trolls but the Kardashians never respond to their trolls so I was like I'm gonna just not respond to them and just let them do what they did so anyway h- how did this happen how, how do I think I was hacked was I potentially targeted the night before I got a phone call as I was watching the Grammys and I I didn't know the number, so I hit decline they called me back instantly I hit decline they called me back again my friend was like just answer it. it's a prank call who cares so I answer and they say hi is this Patrick and it's like a deep scary voice I have no idea who is who the, Who it was and I was like yes and they were like it's the CDC and your penile extender is on the way that's literally what they said and I was like what um oh I was uh so I just hung up because like what does the CDC have to do with like a penile extender like I did not order that I literally have no idea what the correlation is there so I just hang up and then I go into my phone and I see after that someone starts to hack my emails and everything like that anyway To wrap this up, if someone tries to hack me again, I will hire someone to find you and I will take you to court. Hacking someone is a felony. I will spend all of my money to hire the best cybersecurity I possibly can and I will sue you and you will go to jail. In the moment, I was really calm, but after the dust settled and I was like just chilling by myself at night, not being able to go on my accounts and everything like that, I really felt the emotion started to trickle in and I really start to feel like assaulted and violated and i was literally the victim of like a cyber crime someone was adamantly trying to steal my info and ruin everything i work for on the platform that connects me to you guys i feel like my whole livelihood was attacked so someone could have a bit of fun and a bit of money from me at the beginning of this podcast i said that i kind of expect bad things like that to happen to me but looking back at it now no one should ever expect to be violated like that and hacked like that that shit is fucking crazy and should not be normalized as something that is probably going to happen and something that someone deserves to happen to them that is batshit crazy what this person did and i truly do feel traumatized a little bit so i'm not trying to like downplay that at all it was extremely scary being the victim of that but i really do want to say thank you to the outpour of like support from my followers so many people were dming me trying to follow me trying to tell me help me reporting the account spamming the account reporting anyone he was following uh i'm so thankful for that support from my brother my mom my manager my friends the tiktok reps and everyone that was just helping me in that situation when i was down so what can we learn from this there's a lot of nasty people in this world evil and bad people so appreciate all the good people in your life who are there for you when times get tough and help you for no payment back and you guys should be good people the other people in your life and be that friend for other people and not a bad person in the world Locked me out and threw a feast
1: The world moves on another day, another drama, drama
0: But not for me, not for me All I think about is karma And then the world moves on but one thing's for sure Maybe I got mine but you'll all Even the most powerful among us are still vulnerable to the trickery and scammery of these hackers. So let's get into this insane story about all these celebrities who just got hacked. So the, the hacker in concern has the name Los Peleos with the at Los Peleos, bro. We will get to why that at is important in a second, but what he was doing is he was hacking all these celebrities' YouTube channels and uploading videos and trying to steal information from their accounts. So, here are a list of everyone that he got into. Prepare yourself; it's like a graduation ceremony reading. Cardi B, Ariana Grande, Lil Nas X, Drake, Jay Z, Harry Styles, Daddy Yankee, The Weeknd, Eminem, Travis Scott, Kanye West, Justin Bieber, Trippy Red, Lil Durk, Juice World playboy cardi chris brown lil uzi jay balvin and michael jackson he was uploading videos to their accounts with millions and millions of subscribers that will get notified when he posts things like that and let me just play a clip of something that he uploaded to ariana grande's account That kind of sounds like it would be her next single after thirty four, thirty five, but it is not. Um, It got 22,000 views in just the few minutes that it was up. He was also uploading things, first of all, to everyone's account. Everyone got something posted onto their account. And he uploaded something to Michael Jackson's uh, YouTube account that uh, had the title, I Like Kids. Which, why he got to be doing all that. Like, let the man rest. He was then offering to sell Ariana Grande's YouTube account for $10,000. And then offered to sell all celebrities' accounts via his Twitter account for $10,000 in crypto. He had some bidders in his comments who literally wanted to buy them and wreak havoc on them. And whoever, including the hacker, has access to someone's YouTube channel has actually a lot more access to things than you would think. A channel is tied to an artist's Google account that's always under the artist's name with their phone number and email. Granted, they probably have multiple phone numbers and emails, but who knows what else is attached to those specific numbers and emails. He can also steal YouTube revenue, which is probably millions, since these celebrities get billions of views and they can just have access to it and steal it. My little old ass doesn't have nearly as much to steal as these celebrities who are like in the Illuminati with cash up the ass. So they have way more to lose. Now, what is what is the motive behind this? What, Why was this happening? It seems so random. What's going on? The hacker gave a hint in the comments of his Twitter and YouTube to why and what the profile photos were as to what the motive was. So they left the comment under their Twitter that said, we will not stop until the political prisoner Paco Sands is released. Who the fuck is Paco Sands? Who is this man that they changed all their profile photos Two. Well, Paco Sands is a 50-year-old who is a very notorious swindler, allegedly. He lied about having terminal cancer uh, a few years ago to scam everyday people and celebrities out of thousands of dollars, and it worked. He did the whole Gypsy Rose Blanchard things, going to the hospital, really committing to the bit of having a thousand tumors, he said because of calvin's syndrome and he said his pride prog- his prognosis was just a few months so people had to donate quickly he hosted a whole charity gala and he actually did have Calvin syndrome but all his tumors were benign and no threat to his health at all and he knew that and he took opportunity to allegedly swindle people so him and his team could get potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars he was then convicted of this crime because people found out that he was lying and went to jail for two years and now all those accounts want justice for their cult leader scammer boy and they want him to be released so they're gonna stay hacking and stay getting attention from these a-listers and their fans to eventually get the prison system to do what they want them to do but he's still in jail and the odd thing is a lot of these celebrities were following him on twitter or their teams probably were like, their verified accounts were following him, probably to yell at him, to threaten him, stuff like that. The celebrities took down his stuff and have all seemed to successfully lock him out of their accounts. But now he's asking his Twitter followers which celebrity channel he should hack next. And is gloating that he's making history by hacking so many people and changing his their profile pictures to his face. Which, by the way, looks like a hairless cat and like a creepy fucking cult. Leader. So what can we learn from this? In today's age, cybersecurity is just as important as home security, per se. Our whole lives are on our phones and our devices, and it's imperative to keep them secure. So do not answer phone calls you don't know. Do not hit any questionable links. Keep your passwords secure and keep them distinct. Keep your bank info safe. Turn on two-step verification for all your accounts. Do not share unnecessary personal information online. Have a contact ready with someone who works in cybersecurity in case this happens to you because they will need to quickly get on the case. And overall, just keep your cybersecurity in lock because they will try it. In the year 2020, 330 million people were victims of cybercrime. So it is real and it could happen to you. And you just gotta be prepared. they be well. Bitches is bending, they wanna be down. Soon as these bitches got signed to cell they send my name, send my name, Destiny child. Everybody wanna be lit. Everybody wanna be rich. Everybody wanna be this. If us, you, I'll hate me, bitch. Free my problems, like suck my dad. Oh, That's yeah. talking, I'm calling it out. Collect opinions from private accounts. you not a check, then you gotta bounce. I got the drip, can get it now. They do anything for clout. clout. Do anything for clout. Woo. Bitches is mad, bitches is trash. I've got the trap just for the escapism let's do a quick kardashian update so there's a few things going on with a few different sectors of the empire let's start with kanye west so kanye west has dropped out of coachella just two weeks before he was scheduled to perform no more yay chella he was set for April 16th. He was supposed to be that big finisher on the last Sunday, the biggest of the weekend, and he left them hanging. Uh, just Kelly Kim left him hanging. He didn't explain why he dropped out. He just did. Some fans were happy. Some fans were sad. Some fans were extremely pissed off with him. Um, he was also going to bring Travis Scott on stage with him for his big comeback performance, and he's no longer going to do that. It'll probably save lives by not bringing Travis Scott on stage, honestly. Honestly, um, he did say he would drop out if Billy Eilish did not apologize to uh, Travis Scott. However, I don't think that's the reason he dropped out. I'm assuming what happened is that if you look at Kanye West, he really only wants Kim Kardashian back and his family back. That's his main motive behind every single thing he does. And he kind of has said, according to sources, that his new plan is to not harass Kim online anymore. He's been quiet online for over a month at this point. And he's agreed, apparently, to stop cyberbullying Kim and Pete and to get help. And his whole online shenanigans, harassing, calling them out, wasn't working for his ultimate plan of getting Kim back. North is still on TikTok and he doesn't care. So maybe him not making an uproar about everything and not being online anymore is his new plan to get her back. Because he also said he was he wouldn't make any public appearances, allegedly, to stay in good graces with Kim and just focus on being a good co-parent. So his new strategy to get Kim back is just this. And he's going to see if it will work. I really do not think it will work because if someone doesn't want you, they don't want you. And Kim clearly has made it abundantly obvious that she does not want Kanye, no matter what he does. But it's honestly kind of nice that he's not harassing them online anymore. And he probably would have, like, beheaded Pete. On the Coachella stage, so it's probably for the best that he isn't going. Now, he they did just announce his replacement, and the weekend and Swedish House Mafia are both going to take on that headlining spot together to give the fans who paid like a thousand dollars to go this weekend a show. The weekend was kind of an obvious choice because he's about to go on tour, so he probably already has a show ready. And I know uh, Swedish House Mafia is like always touring, and people who go to raves like love them, so. Hopefully people are satisfied with that. But I would totally understand if they are pissed. Let's move on to Kim and Pete. So their relationship is progressing a lot. As as you guys know, the Kardashians, their new show is about to air next week. So the countdown has officially started. And um, the biggest update from Kim is that they are doing an ABC interview, all the Kardashians, to promote the new show. And it's premiering late tonight. But there is a preview of Kim talking about Pete. And it is so cute. You have to hear it. Kim has found new love. Pete's great. Pete's great. He's a, a really nice guy. He just makes her laugh, and she laughs all the time. How serious is it? I mean, I am a like relationship kind of girl, for sure. And I wouldn't be with someone if I didn't plan on spending a lot of my time with them. Obviously, I want to take my time, but I'm very happy and very content. And it's such a good feeling just to be at peace. Ah, this is my favorite love story since Shrek and Fiona. I am just so happy for them. Also, another big step was that Pete was seen with North in a toy Jeep riding around their neighborhood. And Penelope Disick. So he met all the kids. He's really getting ingrained into the family. Why do I feel like Pete Davidson like sits at the kids table? like i feel like when they all have like big kardashian like family dinner pete is like sitting with rain and saint and is like shooting the shit with them and like playing with like their paw patrol cars with them um but kanye did say you'll never meet my fucking family my fucking kids and guess what he did so i'm sure this is just a nightmare for kanye and maybe he's just not emotionally stable enough to go to coachella after that so um also machine gun kelly megan fox kim and pete all went on a big double date together that machine gun kelly actually said was kind of bad because they went to see a movie that they're, they're not going to say what movie because they are so famous and powerful they could really do a lot of detriment to the boss to the box office earnings of this film but they did say they went and saw a film and it was really bad and they didn't have a good time so i wonder what they saw T. it was probably batman no shade no tea but it was probably, it was probably batman Then, on top of all the amazing things going on for these lovebirds, Pete Davidson's mom, which is so Davidson to do, responded to a fan comment that was put under Kim Kardashian's post with Pete and said she will be pregnant with his child by the end of the year. And Pete's mom responded, yay, exclamation point, in all caps. Basically saying she wants Pete to get pregnant with Kim's child, which, I mean, bitch, if I was pete's mom i would want the same thing i'd be like lock it down get the billions i know we hit on black china for like wanting to secure her spot in the kardashian family but bitch if the opportunity presented itself that kid is set for life that mama could take our college fund and go blow it at the strip club because she wouldn't have to worry about it anymore so that's all the updates for kim and p for now they're doing amazing let's talk about the other huge groundbreaking relationship in the kardashian family which is Kravis. so apparently they got married on sunday after his grammys performance which they actually did so at one forty a.m after travis was done playing the drums for her and lenny kravitz at the grammys they went to las vegas and they got married in a local chapel by an alvis impersonator now people were like oh my god is this official did this actually happen chris jenner's crying herself to sleep right now she needs a whole wedding she needs to micromanage everything and get some content for the show and oh my god Courtney's copying Kim because Kim did this when she was 19 years old I was actually just the one that said that but Kim did get married in Las Vegas when she was 19 but I wouldn't have been shocked if this was real if Kravis did this because it's so their brand it's so sex poosh and rock and roll which is their whole thing but Courtney confirmed that It was not official. She posted uh, some photos of them at the chapel, looking all rocker and pop punk, and said, found these in my camera roll, as if she just, like, stumbled upon them in her camera roll. Like, what? Maybe she was blackout drunk, and she actually did just find them. But she said, once upon a time in a land far away, Las Vegas, at 2 a.m. after an epic night and a little tequila, a queen and her handsome king ventured out to the only open chapel with an Elvis And got married with no license. Practice makes perfect. So it was not official. It was just a cute little weird date that someone like Kravis would do. But honestly, I think it'd be fun... Doing like a fake marriage for a date like call me weird but i think that'd be so much fun i would love to get fake married for someone just for like shits and giggles and like imagine how romantic that would be and then you can like practice like your wedding night after i don't know i think it'd be fun but um after the elvis impersonator probably said you may kiss the bride they probably didn't just kiss they probably like made out for a whole 30 minutes because what the fuck else would they do and they probably made like their whole family watch i feel like they give people like money to watch them make out which i would love to receive some money to watch them make out anyway that is the whole kardashian update and i'm glad we did it bitch because i was stressed anyway thank you guys for joining me at pop culture university today i hope you had a good time found something informational just like hanging out and getting the tea i'm still eating this sandwich i'm like really like savoring it because goddamn it is a bit higher in calories but it's so fucking good again chow vegan cheese absolutely amazing But seriously, I really do appreciate and love all you guys who went out of their way to DM me and support me when all of this shit was going on. It means the absolute world, like the bond that we have over all these platforms means everything to me. And the fact that you guys listen and care about what I have to say about these topics and care about my podcast and me as a whole just means the whole world please DM me anytime you want. Talk about anything. I really appreciate and go so fucking hard for you guys because I know you do for me as well. I'm still a little like traumatized by the whole thing and I check my emails and text messages and TikTok like every 10 minutes to see if they're trying it again, trying to get in again. So I feel like I kind of like a little bit of like PTSD from it. I definitely am shaken up, but I know I will get over it and move on and even if I don't, there'll be amazing people further there for me every step of the way, which means a whole world to me. And part of that is thanks to you guys. So I hope you guys have the best Wednesday and the best rest of the week. I will see y'all on Friday. And I'm wishing you guys safety, love, health, all of that. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Also be sure to rate the podcast five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you have not done so already, you're already here. You may as well do so. Post on your story, all that shit. But anyway, that's not important. Can't wait to talk to you guys next time. I love you so much. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.